You're listening to the Water Lily Podcast, a podcast all about the brilliant work of the Water Lily Project, a charity that's passionate about supporting and empowering vulnerable women in Christchurch, in Dorset and the surrounding areas, helping them back to independent living. Over the next five episodes, you'll find out about Chatterbox, which was an 18-month-long lottery-funded intergenerational project run by the Water Lily Project. In episode number two, Sue, facilitator, co leader of Chatterbox, Water Lily Project trustee, and also Colin, a Water Lily Project chair of trustees, discuss, debate, and evaluate the pros and cons of live sessions versus Zoom sessions in a time where COVID became a challenge to be overcome. Hi, my name's Sue, and I've been involved with the Chatterbox Project um, over the last year or so. Um, we it's an intergenerational work, um, so preschool children brought along by their mums. But um, the difference with this work is that we have older people as well. So we've had people from rest homes come along and um, it's a, a fantastic um, thing to see. Um, quite magical, really, the way that they relate. Now, we were meeting in the cafe on Barrett Road um, at the Water Lily Cafe. But obviously last year, because of um, Covid, uh, we were forced online where we thought we'd try it. We weren't really expecting it to be a success, but actually um, there have been benefits of it. So, uh, but Colin and I are going to have a debate about um, whether, for, so pro, I'm pro-live and um, Colin is going to do pro-Zoom. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm going to start off with live, that, uh, how it was when we were meeting at the cafe. So the great thing about being in the cafe is that um, there was an open invitation to everybody. Um, there was better communication because um, you're face to face with people and um, the power of touch, just touching people, greeting them um, was very beneficial. You can we could include singing and movement. We could move around the room, which obviously is more difficult with Zoom. Um, and then there was the the recognition of people, so the regulars that started coming, um, and we were getting to know them by name. Um, we could use more resources um, in the room um, as opposed to being on the just on the screen, which was a bit limiting. Um, children can run around and choose what they play with. We could in, include food and drink. And also the good thing is they could stay afterwards if they wanted to uh, for lunch and meet new new people. Um, so, yeah, so we, it was more creating uh, more of a relationship with them. And it was good for the elderly to actually get out of their rest home and come and enjoy meeting other people. And also it was a longer session. We did an hour session as opposed to half an hour online. But we did have technical difficulties when we did it on Zoom, like we couldn't connect um, or they couldn't hear or there were interruptions. People would um, phone or come to the door or other people in the house. Um, so it was all a bit um, chaotic. Children don't tend to like the screen. Uh, I suppose they spend so much time on it. Um, and also there was quite, there's quite a lot of, especially through um, COVID, people spent too much time on the screen, not good for their eyes or concentration. Um, some people were quite shy uh, to see a sea of faces on Zoom. Um, and also we couldn't sing together because it sounds so awful. <laughs> and then there was the difficulty when we had a story time, whether to mute, we tended to mute all because you might have an older person saying, oh, what are they doing? What are they saying? Or, um, you know, younger, pe younger children just chattering away. 
and you couldn't hear the storyteller. Um, but then again, we, when we muted, you, we found we lost something um, because it's quite nice for that interaction to happen. Yeah, so the, as I've said, there was restricted movement. People had to stay in front of the screen. And if you were acting something out, it was quite difficult. You really needed a cameraman. Um, we needed to send invites each week, so had to remember to do that. Sometimes the email got lost um, or somebody, uh, people just forget and miss out. So yes, so that's it in a nutshell. And I'll hand over to Colin now. Well, that was great, Sue, and thank you very much for that. My name's Colin Bennett. I am chair of the Water Lily Group, and particularly I've loved Chatterbox as the resident Santa. So I've every year come and done, <laughs> thank you, Sue, ho, ho. I've come and done the, the, a Santa slot, and it's been lovely seeing the interaction between the parents and the children and, and the elderly people who've been in the group. Uh, my own um, granddaughter, Olivia, has come along to the group and she's really benefited from it. She's loved all of the activities and, and loved seeing particularly Sue and Jan, who've been such a, um, an inspiration to her. And she often says, can we go and see Sue and Jan again? So it's been wonderful that that has happened. But I have to say, I'm, I'm now talking really in defense of platforms because what we had to do was switch from being live to being on a platform which was zoom which we chose to use and um, obviously that that's been a bit strange and and and, and challenging for for both sue, sue and, and jan to to come to terms with but i want to look extol the benefits and i've used this little acrostic fun which stands for freedom universal and new so i'm going to go through those three things in in order so f freedom i think there's a great freedom that is brought by being online i know that although olivia loved the the interaction and she was as large as life walking through the door not all children are like that my own daughter ruth she when we when i took her to preschool activities she really was quite anxious about being there and, and worried and concerned about uh, people. She's certainly not like that now, but when she was a, a child, she was. And I think there's something about, about a child being in their own home. They're free in their own home. There's a sense of them being able to just be who they are. They can just run around in their own house. They can shout and scream and dance. They can do all of that. So there is a sense that there is a freedom that it, that, that, that is got is got from uh, from being on a Zoom platform. I think the other area is the you. So there's a universality of it. If we look at Joe Wicks during the COVID uh, experience, he's had thousands and thousands of hits where people have been able to access the work that he's done. And certainly, as Sue reminded us um, reminded me earlier on today that we had over 52 people at one stage uh, that, were, that were registered on, uh, on a, a, a Zoom um, session that was being run. Unlike, we haven't had that kind of number in real life. So there's something about an, a universality. And certainly as we switch to, to thinking about working with the elderly and perhaps in care homes and whatever, it would mean that they wouldn't have to come to us they could simply be in their own environment and be able to see those things. So that's really good. And then the final thing is N, that it's a new initiative. And the problem with newness is that, that anything new brings a challenge. You know, most, most people, that's just my everything of my life falling apart. <laughs> 
I um, I know that there is a, a newness in life and there some some people struggle with new things and new challenges and uh, haven't we seen that during the COVID experience the pandemic so embracing the new is sometimes difficult for people but the challenge is that we that we should do that and we look at the church the way the church has been able to go, put their services online and thousands of extra people have signed in and, and been blessed as a result of that there is something new in all of this so i would say the great thing about you using platforms like zoom is that it can give freedom the f it can be universal, the you, and it can be, be, and though it's new, we shouldn't be afraid of newness. Well, those are very good points, Colin. And um, I suppose really Zoom was better than not meeting at all. Um, yeah, and thinking about the weather, um, often when we were at the cafe, if it was raining, people wouldn't turn up, whereas it didn't make any difference if people were at home. And also the elderly, there's a cost involvement, not just for getting transport to get the elderly here, but yeah. um, if they were short staffed, they couldn't spare people to come down with them. So yeah, so you're, you're almost selling it to me. And of course, they, people didn't have to worry about parking when, no, they, um, right. when they're on Zoom. And also we had people from all different areas. You know, normally we just get people from the locality, but we had people from New Milton and pool and all over it's great isn't yeah, it but yeah. you see sue you're almost selling it to yeah, me yeah i know <laughs> because there's something about the real life yeah. and real involvement that's so important you know you couldn't do santa over zoom no, could you where no. how am i going to hand the presents out for yeah. goodness sake you know and how can i do ho 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 yeah and the singing i think was an issue wasn't it it that was yeah you can't really get get everybody I mean, i've tried to do everybody singing at the same time on zoom I mean, I know people say we're all making a joyful noise to the Lord, but the reality yeah. is it's horrendous. Yeah. So I feel a bit sold. I feel a bit sold out as well, and and, yeah. and 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 you know, all of that I think is is true. So Sue, do you think we're agreed on this that we should really be doing both? Well, there is that's a possibility, isn't it, for those that can't get here to have a camera on in the room. Yeah, maybe do both. I think yeah. people are calling it mixed mode now. They're kind oh, of like right. saying okay. mixing the two modes of mm. in real life, but also um, on on a platform. The, the the problem is, and I know this. The problem is making sure that the people who come on the platform are really going to get engagement, or whether mm. they're going to feel that they're just yeah. missing out. Yeah, because I think overall that's what sways it for me is you can't beat that personal contact eye to eye you know one to one and touching somebody you know i know on zoom you don't have to have masks and that's great but uh, and it's convenient um, but i think you just can't beat that one to one yeah. having them in the same room yeah. yeah but i think the one that the the whole experiment of having both i think it's yeah. going to be an interesting way yeah. forward next isn't yeah. it Sue and Colin there and that's the end of episode number two of the Water Lily podcast episode number three we're here from Colin once more but also from Estrella a volunteer from Spain who was on placement at Water Lily Project who helped to run a chatterbox um, they'll be in conversation with Hope FM's Blair Crawford where they'll be touching upon the intergenerational aspect of chatterbox and also the multicultural aspect of the project as well mm -hmm.